Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I think I like jumped it there a little bit. I saw yeah, you're right. over the music. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm in I'm in high gear. Yeah. So I'm. I'm skipping ahead of anything I possibly can. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show again. Uh, I am RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me as always is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And we've got an interesting week. This, is this week we've got a lot yeah. of stuff to talk about. Not long ago, I was very far from here, so <laughs> so this is like right. the rush to get here episode. Yeah, you and I actually both just came from like right. several <sighs> leagues away exactly. and managed to get here just in time for this. So. And uh, yeah, it was it was like a race <laughs> yeah. to get here in time. Uh, this week we're doing uh, The Faults in Our Stars, and... As I said, we have a lot of stuff to cover. I'm going to go over a couple of indie movies. And, um, you know, now that I, after I put the show up and I said I was going to talk about a couple of these indie movies, right. I started thinking about it. And the movie, one of the movies I was, I was going to talk about is We Are the Best. Yeah. And I've been talking to so many people about this movie now that all of a sudden I started thinking, did I already talk about this movie on the show? Right, right. And, and I don't, I c- cannot. For the life, I'm like I'm not going to go back the last couple of weeks, listen all the way through the show. But right. So if I already did, I'll uh, maybe talk about it again, I guess. But and another movie is um, it's called I M I, and yeah. it's uh, the main person people will know just from his name. Yeah, is uh, Jason Ritter right. is is in right. it, and uh, not in a tiny part, not in like not the, the main lead. main not role, lead, but, but yeah. But not in a tiny part, and uh, it's a really slow movie, but a lot of fun. Um, I, I liked that one. And uh, then I was going to also cover Obvious Child, but there's probably enough. And um, although I will say Obvious Child is a really cool movie, and if, yeah. it's, oh, if it's playing anywhere near you, you should go see it. Yeah. And also Dogs, and also... also um, the Critics' Choice Television Awards were last Thursday, so... We're going to run through the winners and all the stuff that happened there at some point, and I guess it will just depend on how much time we have we to go. spend on anything. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm desperate to jump into the ratings of the Fall yeah. of Our Stars. Yeah. So, uh, and you know that we'll get letters because if we don't, if we don't hit say it quick, the rating, right, we don't. Yeah. Uh, then everyone's going to email us, and so this is not. Th- it's actually been a while since we did not do a movie that was like right there. Right. That was like right that week. And, you know, a year ago, we were practically to the point where we were like kind of half and half with that. We did that a fair amount. Um, right. And, yeah. and it just had to do with, I guess, like, I don't know, last year's schedule, the way things were hitting theaters, whatever it might be. But yeah. But it was not that rare a thing that we might be like a a week behind of a movie or something Sometimes. like that. But yeah. now it's been like a long time <laughs> yeah. since yeah since we've had to deal with that. And so it almost became 
uh, I, I kind of wanted to do The Fault in Our Stars just because it's so huge you have to do it. Right. I mean, it just doesn't – at some point it doesn't matter if you want to see it or not. Right. You just got to. It's, it's right. gigantic and takes over the world. And it, it's actually at the point now where I thought, well, I don't know. It's a week old, though. Yeah. Can we do that right. anymore? Because yeah. that's not what we do. But, right. <laughs> but um, you know, I really decided I was not super on board for Jersey Boys. <laughs> right. Or Think Like a Man too, and I figured mostly people would forgive me if, yeah. <laughs> if well, I didn't want to see said that. when we were going to see it. I, I, you know, we had just seen the other Kevin Hart film with Ice Cube, and and if that had been really did great, not love it. Right. yeah, if that had been really great, I would have just been like, well, look, man, I mean, Fault in Our Stars is too late. Let's do this, you right. know. And you're an easy push for it. You'd be like, all right. So, you know, uh, but really, neither of us brought it up. Right. So, huge, that's fine. huge Jersey Boys and Think Like a Man 2 fans can right. send yeah. us their emails and tell us that we're idiots and have to go see it and uh, cover it later. And we'll right. get to it. Right. Is what I'm, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to throw out there. Um, so, but The Fault in Our Stars. So, um, huge, huge movie. Shailene Woodley. Uh, it's all about the cancer and all this. I mean, everyone knows what it's about at this right. point, right? It's, right. Uh, it's these two kids who fall in love, and she's uh, – every time you see her, she has the uh, oxygen thing in her right. nose. Yep. So we're not tricking anyone right. At, yeah, right, right. <laughs> at any point about it, whether or not she's normal, healthy girl, right? Um, it's it, it's start to finish about her having cancer. It's not even like at one point she gets cancer or right. anything like She's that. Already, it's just yeah. It's just the love affair of these two people and uh, cancer's involved. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> there's not much more to the grand synopsis of the story right. either. And um, and you know, just blowing things away. And it really surprised really? me because I did not know that the book was this big. I don't I even still know if the book is this big. Yeah. But the movie just It's a juggernaut. Took it's really off. It's one hugely. of these things that we're gonna see repeated next summer, if right. we can, where all these comic book films and summer films and you've got this, you know, love story. You've got this teen thing right, going right. on with no Jedi or great white sharks or anything. Right. right. And it's and, and it, it dominated. It, it is. It's really hard to beat. It's that, especially that first weekend was. Oh man, that was that was just staggering. Insane. And we talked about uh, when we went to go see other films. Like when we showed up, we've never seen the theater that big, right. except for something like a Harry Potter film. And, and you're right. That's about the last time I remember that theater being that crazy. Not just for the demographic, just for the body count. Just for at all. It I mean, it looked like incredible. a project graduation party, right. you know, weeks before school even got out. And then the next cinema went empty, and it was the same body count. I mean, it was right, just right. tons of people. Anyway, so we know you've all seen it already, right? <laughs> we don't even but have you to. You don't know what we think. We don't even have to try and sell you right. on yeah, it. Yeah, no, um, we don't really. So, yeah, we'll uh, just get out the ratings, then we'll do a bunch of other stuff. And then you'll stick around because you're desperate to know what we're going to say about our ratings. Right. And I'll tell you, this is without question the biggest surprise rating I'm going to give. Wow, you like so it. like so far this year. You're gonna tank it. No, no, yeah. So far this year, anyway. This is, I mean, it's not even. I can't even think of anything that is close to my rating being farther away from where I thought it was going to be. Uh, I agree. 
because about my rating, not yours. I didn't all right, know. so we won't uh, keep people in suspense. I'm giving this movie, and wait, so now I'm We're tricking. Gonna be now I'm it. tricking people because yeah. I do want to throw out before I forget, <laughs> and, and I, and I will forget. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is that this is like 68 or 67 or something on Metacritic? Yeah. Which I was really surprised by that too, especially because the user rating is not that much higher. And yet, everyone in the universe is going to see it, but it's not, as yeah. far as Metacritic is yeah. concerned anyway, it's not... What about Rotten Tomatoes? How's that? I don't, I, I, didn't, didn't, look, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't look at that one, yeah. but... Um, hey, I'm going to be interested. But we, we were just talking about how, like, uh, you know, Edge of Tomorrow is like 71, and, yeah, you know, right. and uh, Jump Street is the same, oh, man. or whatever, and now this is like, it's 68, or right. it's right around there, something, give or take a point, or whatever. Um, I'm giving this movie nine. Yeah, that's and, pretty good. And I would have never, you wouldn't have sold me on that as I was walking into this movie in a million years. I yeah. would have never thought that I would be that high with it. Well, this won't, this won't be, you know, a terribly exciting show then, because I, I went in, I genuinely <laughs> went in. Close to I all went the in. Other. Well, no, I went in, and uh, we have some excitement, but <laughs> I went in and I really thought this is going to be. A, a film that's hitting a lot of people and maybe they haven't seen a lot of these films or maybe they're just the right time for this. Right. I was thinking five. Like I was thinking I'm going to go in. It's going to be somewhere I five, was, five I was thinking if this movie was... It's going to be average. If this movie was lucky, I might give it like a five and a, five yeah, and right, a half right. or six well, and, if, and, if it was really lucky. I thought it was going to be, you know, again, the divergent cast in a film that's totally different and the film itself wasn't going to be enough to get them to do better. So I was thinking average. Right. And and basically just I was thinking everything I'd seen before, everything that, uh, you know, previews, trailers, clips, whatever, that, you know, really what we had was like a slightly jazzed up Lifetime movie or, yeah. you, you know, yeah. something like that. Like maybe we, we threw a little bit more money at a script that was going to be, you know, something like that. And yeah. You know, completely sugary and manipulative and ultimately, all the standards. And, and ultimately, I'm happily wrong. Right. You know, I was, and, and I've thought about this the last, you know, day. Is it a nine or is right. it in the nine and a half? It's, it's so good, I can't do it a ten because I think there are a couple little things. Right. I have some but, problems with it, but for sure. The but the problems that I have with it, they're not really, they're not that big. So I'm thinking nine and a half is for me because I, it, I, I even the little things, they're just enough to knock it away. And for me, that's enough of kind of a detriment. Not that it deserves it, but the small things that I have in comparison to the surprise, the wow, the performances, the pay, everything that was going on. The, great. The, way, the way in which the movie, just to start with, right? Yeah. The way in which this movie dodges at the last second yeah. all of the crap that all of the other movies a that lot are of tropes and trappings right in this, this genre. Just, and, it, and it almost kind of winks at you a bit. And, and it's like, it think, it makes gonna you do. think it's coming. You think yeah. I'm going to do this. Right. I'm not going to do this. And it goes, no, you, you know, don't need to. It's good right. enough. And, one the of the, it is, and right. I also think it gets, in my opinion, it gets rated higher because it didn't pander. It never no. went the... It never went the uh, Osage County route of let's chew the scenery up, let's right, raise right. our voices, let's make the audience cry, and then if we can be emotional, well, then we get Oscars. Right. You know, it didn't do that. It had a story, it told it, and, and it told it well. Right. It told it very well, and I was stunned by it, and I think, I, can't, I cannot attest to you, I did not cry. That's right. not a detriment, it's just a fact. 
I don't know if you did or you didn't, but if you didn't, we're the only two in that theater right. that did not. We were around a you, lot of weepy willows. I, I'll tell you, there, there's one, man, there was, was one part. There's one part, and I told you about this when we were walking out. There's one part where I really did like kind of tear up. So it was a little hard because you're. But, but I'll tell you, it was, and not to take anything away from the movie because no, the movie kind of deserves it, it. It does, and it earns it. It, 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 it does. It, does, it really that. does. But it was, it was a little bit more. Uh, just like I told you, it was like yeah. if everybody in the theater started throwing up. <laughs> I'm gonna start going. Yeah, I mean, those noises and those. Yeah, because they were loud about it. Too. Yeah, it wasn't like people was, were just. It wasn't a kind of wipe in their eyes right, right. or you whatever. Heard tissues being taken out. You no, this was hear people yeah. seriously And even sobbing. worse, even worse, people behind us, you'd be like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> you know, and you would hear right. these things. And and it wasn't just at the teary stuff. It was at the heartfelt stuff. It, it like, was it wild. Was, it was though, hitting people. You know? But I am now no longer surprised by any means or measure why this film is doing so well. Right. And, and in that weird... You know, you hit it every once in a while with something, you know, the notebook didn't kill in the theater. It does on TV and video, but Titanic did. You get people going to see this again and again. Right. And I see this as one of those films that's doing that kind of business. And, and, and you know, I'll tell you one more thing, and then we're going to jump to, uh, we got to get, things, we gotta get we'll out of this. Right. And, and, well, and it's weird. And not just review the whole movie. The film, right? But yeah. But the one, the one thing I want to say, the, the really, really surprising thing about this movie is that it made – watching this movie made me realize yeah. something weird about myself Okay, like that I just had never kind of thought of. I mean it's sort of about myself, but um, I'm like really a reader, right? And yeah. I know you are too. Like, yeah, put, absolutely. Put together, we read – We're pretty well read. A, a lot of books, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, I you know thousands and thousands of whatever books, right? Yeah, I've read tons of books, and this this movie, and it's not like other movies maybe shouldn't have had the opportunity to make me realize this, right? right. But I've never read a book where it's like super sad. It's like yeah. about something super sad because it was it was a crazy thing because there's a scene in this where Shay, Shailene Woodley just starts sobbing. Right. And, like, does it for a while, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's actually so good, and it should be so awful. Right. And there's the exact same scene in tons of other movies, and it's boring and stupid, and you don't care that she's crying. Right. And in this one, it's, like, really well put together, and it, it all comes together, and she's crying for a while. And it just made me think, you know, what happens there in the book? Right. Like... How do you cry for a long time in, yeah, in, a, book, in a book, right? right? And I'm like, you know, I've never really read, like, sad books, like right. books where people would be crying for a long time. I'm right. like, how do you write that? Right. Like, I've, I've, Curious I've, I've just, I've never, that was I've a, never that's a great that happen, scene because right? it's, it, it's so slow building, even though everybody knows what's happening. And it's almost like, you know, someone is off or they're turning a dial and they're like, look, you should be from three to four very quickly. Right. Four to five a little bit more. And then the next time you breathe, you're going to seven. Like she just keeps getting sadder and more hurt. Right. The tears. And then it looks real and it is real. I mean. And, and, and it's really good. You know, and, and, you know, also just this, the parts in this that you do know it's coming. Right. You can't help but know it's coming. Yeah. Right? I mean, but then also in this movie, like the parts you really don't know are coming. Right. Because it, you're so used to 
what ought to be coming in right. all the other Every movies, other movie. right? Yeah, exactly. That then it, 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 they just tweak it a little bit and yeah. just make it a little bit more real. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, what? what's going on? I, I, you know, we did, this, we did this to Divergent, and Divergent does a bit of an easy one to sidestep because it's a sci-fi fantasy kind of thing. Jennifer Lawrence has gotten an awful lot of accolades, and she deserves them. She's very talented. I still stand again now saying that I think Shailene Woodley is the best young actress in Hollywood working today. She is, she just she is doesn't really have, good. She yeah. just doesn't have the blockbusters that Jennifer Lawrence has had. Right. And the ability to maybe open up the way that she is. Because I still think Jennifer Lawrence is good. But I think part of the baggage that comes with getting her for a project is, you know, she's been very positive about, you know, female issues. Like right, she's like, right. I'm not going to diet. Screw you. You want me to diet? I'm off your film. You know, right. these things. And she looks very strong and smart and capable. I don't think she looks talented compared to, as talented compared to Shailene Woodley. This is right. another performance where I look at this and I'm like, you could have easily well, phoned I, this in like any teen film right. that's supposed to be sad. And instead, all the nuances, all the subtleties, all the really right. hard things, all the easy things, they're always hitting like on the highest marks. And that's not easy for people to do, even though it seems it. That's really hard. And she does it right. pretty much effortlessly. Right. Effortlessly. To, it looks to like, take so. something that, you I'm know. Still, I'm so stunned by her stuff. But know? to take something that so easily could have just been, like I said, another Lifetime movie network. Right. And, and go the opposite direction right, somehow right. and, and yeah. still, but you know, I'll tell you, first of all, I do have to say, um, you know, Jennifer Lawrence has some earlier, really awesome stuff. She does. And, like, she's, uh, and she's out of the gate. Um, longer. What's that one? Um, Winter's, Winter's Bone. Bone. Winter's when, Bone. She's sick. Man, that. she's she amazing. Is crazy good. You, in that. you worry about what's happening when you see her in right. that film, but, and she's definitely got a few laps around the track already. Right. You know, and but... The, and the other side of that, though, and but even, you know, she was really... Silver Linings Playbook, she was, she's she amazing was really in great in that. But anyway, um, the other side of that is, you know, Divergent comes out, yeah. and you got Shailene Woodley, and it doesn't really, like, you know, blow the doors off right. the world, right? right? I mean, people go to see it. it. It's in that same Hunger Game kind of area, arena, right? Kind of, yeah. And, and it doesn't, you know, really kill... Right but now, when the next com- one yeah, comes out, right. now, a lot after this, yep. now all of a sudden, different. that one is in a whole yeah, other... I agree. That, that's going to really hit big, yeah. I think, that one now, and all because of this movie. Absolutely. All because of everyone seeing this movie and seeing her in it and going, wait a minute, well, so now, we're gonna, now I have to go... Right, i got to give her some... See that other pay one, attention right? to yeah. her. So we're going to come back to this, or you want to keep going? Yeah, no, this? no. We'll, we'll come back to this okay. and, uh, I guess, talk some more about it. But uh, there's other stuff to do. Now, like I said, um, I wanted to uh, kind of give a little bit of these other indie movies. They're they're uh, coming out in theaters in like really super limited release, right? Right. Um, we are the best is the name of this Swedish movie. And now I'll be really quick because, like I said, I don't even remember if I've talked about it already. But uh, yeah. I've reviewed it already. It's up on the site. Uh, you can read like the whole review, and I gave it a ten. Right. Because it's freaky awesome it's uh it's about three 13 year old girls in sweden right it's actually two of them and it's it's really like the craziest deepest you know awesome movie that's kind of not about anything and it's you, you know right. goofy yeah like teens whatever and it starts out with the two of these girls are uh they form a 
punk band. They're like fans of punk rock, right? They form a punk band basically because they go to like this after school rec center kind of a place. And there's some band of older boys who like give them crap, right? And they basically go find like the sign up sheet for the room. Right. And these, you know, this band of these boys, they, they're there every week at the same time. Right. Yeah. But they go find the thing and it turns out they didn't sign up for it. So they go find the people who run it and they go, all right, we signed up for it. We're a band. And and they just, you know, just as a way to, (laughs) to to do what screw screw those older kids. Right. They start a band and then they run with it. And they get this other girl involved who uh, can actually play the guitar. Yeah. And and then it's like this very weird thing because it's so weirdly honest about everything that's going on for these 13-year-old girls that, you know, it really becomes sort of about everything. And right. uh, I said I'll, you know, like I said, I'm going to be really quick and you can go read the review. But in the review, I said, like, you know how I'm always saying – I really love sci-fi because you do stuff that's impossible to do right. that you can't really happen in order to show you something that makes you think about how life really is or whatever. Right. And it's like, this is the exact opposite of that. It yeah. takes the most, the most mundane everywhere thing that always is right. Some 13 year old. Right. right. Yeah. And it just shows them being, everyone in right. in life and everything and the the way that they're friends and the way that they stay friends or don't stay friends or act with each other like it's it's weirdly real because there's a lot of times when they don't act like they're friends yeah then they're roping this other girl in like clearly with an ulterior motive right and right. going no you come be our friend because she knows how to play yeah and then are they all friends and how do they act with each other and are any of them friends and it, it's it's crazy good movie though. that's cool. and and the one girl is um you know kind of questioning life and herself and like what's what's so great about me and there's this whole cool punk thing where uh they're really into punk music but they're kind of into punk music largely because everyone is telling them that punk is dead, right? right? So right. it's, you know, that's just one more way to rebel right? is by, you know, continuing to listen to something that's supposedly dead yeah, or something. Way. Yeah, right. And uh, it's like they've, they're trying to find their identity by finding all the stuff that they hate, mm-hmm. right? And right. so they know who they are because yeah. of what they don't like. Right. And then, you know, the one girl who's kind of the plain outside, I mean, they're all like, outsiders or whatever and you know she finally is kind of going well but wait what's so great about me and right and then they all find out and it's <laughs> whatever but it's really really good movie except that you have to listen to swedish so well, <laughs> which that, that's which actually, that is, a good transition which is fault in our stars you know as Dave Gorman said, I mean I swear to god they're just making that language up as they go along right, yeah, there's no yeah. words in that language anyway yeah. Um, the other movie, and I'm going to have to look at this. Well, you a gave that a ten. So anybody who listens to us regularly or reads the reviews regularly knows you don't throw out a lot of tens, right? And, and especially and, and for a like 13 year old, very small band, like very this, small this is, indie movie, right? From right. Sweden. So there you go. And and it it is it is just weirdly good. And what's weird about it too is that there there <laughs> are some 
at some point, like indie movies, really, really small movies like this, and and this is a director who's done several popular Swedish movies. Right. I mean, he's he's well known, I guess. I don't know how much any of his other stuff is like broken out of Sweden or right, whatever. Right, but there he is. But it's not like this is his first movie right. or whatever. But you get like an indie movie, and it's like you really can uh, make sure you get exactly what you want. Right. You know, if you have, you know, a really low budget, and you're kind of using a school, yeah, and right. and you're you know using young unknown people or you know whatever. Right. It's like, you know, you can make sure that it happens exactly the way you want to, right? Yeah. If you're spending millions of dollars on special effects and stuff, you know, you can only blow up the bridge so many times. Right. And yeah. then you go, look, that's that's what we have to do, right? Yeah. Right. And just every little detail about it is yeah. is so good. There are a couple of scenes when she stares into a mirror mm-hmm. at herself. And, you know, it's obviously like very metaphorical and right, everything, right. but... But you just get the feeling that there was like hours of her staring yeah. in the mirror just in order to make sure that we got it to be exactly how we wanted it. Yeah. But anyway, it's, it's it's really good. It's funny as an ingredient, you know, as a potion to be like, look, there's a there's a film about thirteen year old girls forming a punk band, and it's done in Sweden. And and it and takes, gonna, and it takes it place. It, it takes you know, place in like the mid eighties. Whatever. Show me. You know. And right. Exactly. Not that you have anything I'm against any you, of those things. I'm telling you, go see but it. It's, and yeah, so it's, there you go. And it's, a, it's just an awesome uh, screenplay, Yeah. which apparently, and uh, all I have is IMDb's say-so for this, it, right. <laughs> apparently uh, from a comic. Oh, yeah, right, in, I've heard, yeah. In Sweden that, so we've clearly, yeah. I guess, worked on the script a lot. There you and, go. and with this kind of story, too, if you have a, like a, uh, I don't know if, to what extent it's a comic versus a, right. you know, whatever, right? Right. But when you have this kind of a thing that you're translating to the screen, you can do it pretty exact. Like, you, you can just stick with right. the comic. The, it's yeah. not like anything weird is happening. You have to change stuff around. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so it's really good. Um, the next one is this movie called I Am I, and <laughs> which, good luck with that title right this is actually um as i said both these movies are kind of coming out more and more in uh in really limited release like coming to really art house theaters for like one night or you know whatever but um seriously someone's knocking at my door that'll be fun um But so the the movie, like I said, Jason Ritter is in it, and then you've got your main character is Jocelyn Town, who also wrote and directed it. Right. Um, but it's it's this really crazy, awesome story of this woman who, when her mother dies, she finds out that. Her father, who had left them eons ago, yep. and she'd been raised by her stepfather and everything, she finds out that he's in a home, yeah. and he's really got like weird memory problems, where basically he doesn't really remember anything of his life from after she was like a couple years old, except that she, he doesn't remember her either. He doesn't remember right. that she was ever born or that she exists or anything. So 
he's old, right, in this home where Jason Ritter is like the main one of the main people taking care of him. Yeah. So that's where he is in the story. And so she finds out that that he's there to to start with. Then she finds out that he has this weird memory thing. And when she goes to see him, he thinks that she is her own dead mother. Right. And he just thinks, here we are back now it's when, where we were when we met. Whatever, and right? And, uh, and so she's, you know, obviously freaked out. But she doesn't really know anything about, like, the story of her parents and doesn't know anything about him. Yeah. And trying to get him to, <laughs> to, to, under, to understand. Yeah that she's his daughter freaks him out right and like messes with his world order and whatever memory problem he has or whatever right yeah so the rest of the movie we go through the movie she pretends to be her mother right and to get and they basically like kind of go on dates or whatever and he's completely you know kind of in this delusional weird place where things can't go wrong (laughs) right and uh like at one point she's she's trying to play along with the whole game and he's kind of an artist, although not a great one, but he's kind of an artist. Yeah. And he is going to, like, draw her, and then he, like, looks at her eyes, and he, like, starts going, who are you? Who are you? What's going on here? Yeah, you know, right. and then it's like the everything kicks Things start in. crashing down right. or whatever, but it's, like, a really cool idea, and they kind of run with it in a very cool way. So it's obviously, like, a really slow you know, kind right. of long drawn out ordeal, but it's it's a really cool. Huh. I, I give that one like an eight. It's not awesome, and it kind of has some problems. And it's one of those where I would have really liked somebody else to kind of tweak it a little bit, maybe, yeah. and just bring it all together a little better. Right. I think part of this movie might have been like on a Kickstarter too. <laughs> I feel like I remember that from a while ago, where uh, Jason Ritter was. Oh wait! Trying actually, to get you people to kickstart it. I remember him doing something, but I don't. I, I mean, that would make sense that it's this, but oh, that would be really interesting. Uh, I actually wonder if I can. Find <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I can find anyway, like a bit of trivia there real quick because that would be neat to know. But it's uh, it's really good, and you know, it's not the greatest thing ever, but it's it's a lot of fun too. And it's weird because it's a very slow movie. Nothing's happening. There's no action. There isn't even really like, that was it. there that isn't was even one. funny. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. And, uh, and yet it's like, you're just like right there with, yeah. you're like following along. It sucks you in really well. And, huh. um, Anyway, so that's going to look okay. out for that. And if nothing else, before too long, these movies will be on, you know, Netflix sort of, or DVD right, or whatever. Sort of release, yeah. There, there will probably be like, you know, buy it on iTunes, Amazon, Reddit right. or whatever. So just uh, keep those titles in mind. They're both really good. Okay, so now we have to jump to the Critics' Choice Television Awards just because I want to. <laughs> just because you've got some airs, we don't. Rent. We don't have to this really. Festivus, you've got it's some our, grievances. It's you our wanna, movie thing. It is. It's time for the airing of grievances. Yeah. No, but um, I am a member of the uh, uh, Broadcast Television Journalists Association, so I got to vote. I was on the nominating committee. Yeah. And uh, you know, some things were cool. Some things like really still kind of bug me. And actually, one of the things is I'm just really curious where other people fall on these ideas, right? Right. So um, we're just going to go through these all fairly quickly. Um, there's not quite as many as like trying to go through all the movie awards, but so best drama series, right? Right. Uh, so you got 
the nominees were Breaking Bad, The Americans, Game of Thrones, The Good Wife, Masters of Sex, True Detective, and Breaking Bad won. Yeah. And fine. <laughs> I mean, it's like uh, it, I mean, there, there are several of those shows, really, that could have won. Yeah. And the only problem I have with this, and it's not even like a real problem, is that I feel like there's a lot of, you know, it's like the Breaking Bad's gone, so it wins now. Right. Kind of thing, thing going on, right? It, right. But, you know, fine. It, it's a good show, and I really kind of thought True Detective was going to get it, actually, because so many people were crazy about that, yeah. and it was really good. If, it's if not like Bad, it wasn't good. Right? I still think if Breaking Bad hadn't concluded, if this wasn't the Ovation Award, and, and that doesn't right. mean that Breaking Bad didn't deserve whatever it gets, because it's great. Right. But I still think True Detective in any other year would have taken that. Yeah. And uh, but so you know there's not there's <laughs> but there's, it didn't and it's th- not like, there's not too much to say about right. that I guess there's not it's too not much like going a, on there. Yeah. But the other thing is is that um, it, it makes for an interesting thing that happened because you know how these shows work is that um, we actually just nominate stuff right from nothing. Right. right. That's yeah. not how the Emmys work. No, right? there's a, there's a the choice Emmys, of things. The Emmys, you have to put your show in right. as something. Right. Right. And True Detective, so here's True Detective being a drama instead of a miniseries, right? Right. So now, but what we do is that if you, you know, whatever you put yourself in for the, the Emmy, we just nominate things, right? Right. But it's like, that we accept their wanting it to be there. Right. You know? Right. So things could, so you have to think true detective was trying to avoid Fargo. Right. Like the competition right. with Fargo. Someone smart was putting their horse. And so no, so they went for drama and it didn't help them, but, right. <laughs> but right. still that's what, so, okay. Best actor in a drama series is uh, Matthew McConaughey and true detective. I have no real problem with that. The only problems I have with that at all are like, potentially some of the other things that got nominated I might have a problem with, but right. I'm, you know, fine with him winning that best actress in a drama series. Bizarrely to me. Yeah. Right. This, for me, this is like some weird, like internet popularity vote. Right. And I, I don't know what it is, but, um, Tatiana Maslany won for orphan black. Right. And I'll tell you, you gotta give her some credit. Yeah. Uh, because she's Good on that show, okay? But, and not only that, but I don't know about all the people she was up against anyway. I, w- I would have given it to Lizzie Kaplan for Masters of Sex. Yeah. If I had to pick. The other uh, people who were nominated, Vera Farmiga for Bates Motel, which I don't think she deserves. It's just that people know who she is. Right. Juliana Margulies for The Good Wife. I don't think The Good Wife should be uh, potentially nominated for anything at all. So. Right. So it doesn't matter, right? That's Mark Eastman. Carrie Russell for The Americans. Eh, I don't know. People I mean, love The Americans. I like, she's I like she's that show, and that, she's but. good, so fine. Robin Wright in House of Cards would probably be like my next right, go-to for win if yeah. Lizzie Kaplan couldn't win. But, you know, the thing for me here is that, you know, everybody knows this, and apparently no one cares. Right. But as soon as you're playing more than one role, everyone goes, look, you're good. Right. If, yeah. you're, if you're playing one role, not that good, and no one would care, right? 
and you're playing another role, <laughs> not that good, and no one would care. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Stick them both in the same show. Aces. And everyone loves you. Yeah. Well, she's got like ten. Yeah. I so, know. so how can awesome. she lose, right? Anyway, I, you know, personally, I think she's wonderful, and I, I think the she's sh- great. I think no. the show is not necessarily the caliber of show that ought to be winning awards no matter what you do in it. Yeah. Because it's really kind of a goofy show. I mean, it's kind of, it's really kind of like Buffy starting to win a bunch of Emmys for best actress, right? It's like, it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer on like a sort of steroids and upgraded to the new world, right? But anyway, well, who doesn't love Buffy, but I'm just saying, right? If something's popular, it should be. It's got to win. Uh, okay, so best comedy series, and now here I have a problem actually because, you know, I don't I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> with the Emmys, but it yeah. really bugs me right. that we did not get around to nominating um, Modern Family, right? Because it's still good, and everyone yeah. goes, ah, screw it, that's won a jillion times, everybody's right. won awards. Let but somebody else but still, if they're but if it's still if it's still the if best, it's still then the best, it's best comedy, then right. it's still the best comedy. Right. And so that leads <laughs> to even further problems because <laughs> the winner was Orange is the New Black. Right. That's the funniest thing. Which is not a comedy. <laughs> I'm banging on the table. Frustration. You have to admit, ironically, <laughs> that this is funny. There's the great irony, right? Yeah, there's the great irony. The other nominees are The Big Bang Theory, Broad City, Louie, Silicon Valley, and Veep. Right. And I kind of have a little bit of a problem with other shows that are nominated here, even though I like them. Yeah. (laughs) One thing has nothing to do with the other. Which is weird. Because now, for me, I really like Broad City. Yeah. I think that show is actually really pretty funny, yeah. okay? And I kind of like Silicon Valley. Now, everybody loves Silicon Valley. It's uh, tons of people, anyway, yeah. love Silicon Valley. Yeah. And it's getting tons of attention, right? But, you know, for me, it's like it, it just started by the time, <laughs> by the time right, you by could the time vote. You get the nomination right? done, yeah. I'm like, ugh. And yeah. there's... And there's so many other shows, and there's shows like Modern Family. It's like there's, you know, there's some like weird like hipster vote going on here, yeah, you know, maybe. where you're getting all these nominees. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, and Veep, I kind of like respect Veep in a way, yeah. but it's not absolutely like my style of comedy. I I don't think it's really See, that's that I... funny. I think it's a I think it's a decent show. Yeah. But it's way more of a comedy than it's an it's actually it's an actual a comedy, comedy than, as than opposed Orange to Orange is the New Black. 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 That's how I feel about the Big Bang Theory, though. I know everybody loves it. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. I think it's actually almost as unfunny as things can be. The only reason people seem to laugh that's at it just is because there's a laugh That's track. just because you're too cool. No, man, I'm just saying. I, I know the new, the new thing. Anyway, um, you know, actually, I haven't watched The Big Bang Theory for a while. So when it started, wild. I thought it was cool. Like, at least the first... It was a breath of fresh air on a landscape that was... The first couple of seasons, I thought, were yeah. really good. And yeah. then... Got a great intro. That's and then it. not so much. Yeah. But, you know, I still think it's funny yeah. once in a while. But anyway, um, out of those choices, actually, I think it would have been... Uh, for me, it would have been Louie. If those are the choices... Yeah. If that's what you uh, picked, then If those Louis are the wins. choices, I for I sure agree. would have yeah. picked Louie. Okay, Best Actress in a Comedy Series, Julia Louise-Dreyfus won for Veep. Yeah. 
despite the fact that sh- the show barely got nominated. <laughs> like by one vote. No, I'm just, yeah, I don't funny. know how many votes or whatever. Um, then you've got, it's serious. The, the dog is ripping magnets off the refrigerator. Anyway, um, Ilana Glazer for Broad City. Yeah. And I, I think she's hilarious. Uh, that could just be me, but yeah. at least for right now, this could be a show that like completely runs out of steam real quick, and maybe it won't be that great. But I, I think it's funny anyway. Then we've got uh, Wendy McClendon Covey for the Goldbergs, and just the fact that I had to say the Goldbergs right now right. really pisses me off. Yeah, because that is the dumbest freaking show. It's funnier than Big Bang. Nothing about that show is funny. Abs. Nothing about the. The only thing that's funny about that show. <laughs> yeah. The whole theory. This is like turning a scripted show like into existence that we're trying to spin around backwards from like Honey Boo Boo. Like there's nothing that's supposed to be funny except, look, they're really stupid. Right. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Anyway, uh, and it's the 80s. You're just not nostalgic for the so 80s. We can the love, people so are. we can love the 80s. Right. Yeah, I think I'm just not nostalgic for stupid people. Well, that might be true. <laughs> then, yeah. Maybe that's it. Anyway. Right. Uh, Amy Schumer for Inside a- Amy Schumer. And, you know, I, w- I consider that a legitimate yeah, that's uh, nomination. Amy Poehler for Parks and Rec. That's like kind of the obvious one. A- Emmy Rosen for Shameless, which um, I really wish more people would watch Shameless. I haven't seen that. It, it's really funny. And it's I got, on my list of stuff. I got to tell you, too, and especially because it's you and you hate all things uh British TV, right? I actually pretty um, much do. <laughs> I seriously because, do. I can't get it. Because this oh, one is good, man. right? Is it? I think the show is good. This this one is I good. Start with this. There are very few translations that are awesome, especially anymore, right? right. But right. this one's a good show. Hmm. But the original is hilarious. Oh, and this show, this, but it's, fu- it's funny oh, because God. this show's already on Showtime, right? Right. But the original one that's on that's fr- that's from Britain is yeah. is like. It's Weird. just yeah. all the much worse. Anyway, 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 they're both good. Um, best actor in a comedy series, Jim Parsons won for your favorite show, The Big That's Bang not a Theory. Surprise, though. But then uh, that is for me, and I like really? I like Jim Parsons. I didn't think he was. There's no competition in any of that. No, there is because I really thought uh, Louis C.K. was going to get that one I... because they're they're both kind of equal, and The Big Bang Theory is kind of. Older, right? The, the, it's been around enough. And this isn't a huge thing. I really thing, thought he was going to get I just it. think Louis C.K., he makes people think too much. He makes you laugh, but he makes you think about why you're laughing. And but I think people, that makes people uncomfortable. I think they just want to, like, slap their knees. They want to knee No, but thing. see, here's the and thing. That's why I think takes it. I think the reason that uh, Louis C.K. did not take it right now is the uh, gigantic lag in between seasons of the it's show. It's big. And that's, uh, it, it, that's it's what like, doing It's like now. 14 months yeah, it is. in between <laughs> seasons of really the show. Big, but that's the and I think, I think if that would have been closer together, if you could Maybe. just be a little bit Maybe. you know, more in sync or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, um, then you got Christmas scene for the Mindy Project, uh, oh, <laughs> Thomas Middleditch for Silicon Valley, right. Adam Scott, Parks and Rec, yeah. Robin Williams, The Crazy Ones. All of those, I think, fairly legitimate yeah. at worst, sure. but all people you knew weren't going to win. Right. So, right. like, oh, there was no yeah. chance any of them Absolutely. were going to win. 
Best movie, The Normal Heart took it easily yeah. at, because that's just everyone's talking about it. Everyone knew it was going to win. Right. The other things are an adventure, an adventure in Space and Time, Burton and Taylor, which is way too long ago, Killing Kennedy, which is on National Geographic, so it can't win, right. Sherlock, His Last Bow, which is not a movie. Which is on PBS the, and it can't win. The Trip to Bountiful, which is on Lifetime, which is, you know, they should be singing in the streets just because they got nominated. Yeah. So, I mean, the normal heart was like the most no-brainer right. thing ever. Yeah. And it's actually uh, really good. But yeah. but it was, there was no way anything was going to win. Yeah. Best miniseries, Fargo won, yeah. which clearly it should have. American Horror right. Story, Coven, which was totally stupid. Bonnie and Clyde, <laughs> which was actually okay. Except... Point. You know, wasn't going to win. Yeah. Dancing on the Edge was never going to win. The Hollow Crown was never going to win. Luther maybe uh, might have had a chance, but it Luther seems like it's like a while ago. Right. It's like not people aren't talking about it right, right. now anyway, or or recently. Um, best actress in a movie or miniseries: Jessica Lange for American Horror Story: Coven is the winner. Yeah. Which just pisses me off so much. It's, Why? It is the. It's like an affront to the whole oh, system of trying to pick the best of anything. Yeah. Because the show is the dumbest. Like I told you this before. It's like yeah. you know Jim Backus was like <laughs> an actual actor. Yeah. <laughs> long, long ago yeah, in the day, right? People he should was Google in, him if they don't know him. He was in tons of movies. Yeah. He was all over the place. He was like a a big name. Yep. And and he was like a legitimate actor or something. And, and then, this is this is like if all of a sudden you know the Emmy goes to Jim Backus for Gilligan's Island. Right. Right. I mean because the show was so right. stupid. Right. And before everyone writes in, I even kind of liked the first ones. The first one I thought was good. Yeah. And it was different and it was crazy and it was wild. The second one was like fun. It wasn't as good, but it was fairly fun. This one was just stupid, and it yeah. was just so – it was so like trying to throw all this teen – I'm going to make a teen show. I'm going to make like a, just a show about dumb teens. But right. wait, they're witches, and people are trying to kill them, and I'll throw all this other right. crap. But we'll have all the same like <laughs> drunk frat parties. Right. And it, well, I was so terrible. Skipped it. And so like – so she's the best actress because she's she did really good at she's that. She's Jessica Lange. She wasn't even that good in it, frankly. But uh, the other nominees were uh, Helena Bonham Carter for Burton and Taylor, which, like I said, was too old. Mini Driver uh, in Return to Zero, which I almost thought could have had a chance because for a while there, people were talking about that yeah. one. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, A Day Late and a Dollar Short, which uh, that's actually a really good show. But, you know, there's too many Lifetime things, right? Lifetime's not going to win. It's, yeah, well, they think if they saturate, if they get four out of six, they've <laughs> right. got a better shot. Right, well, they've got... Uh, uh, Holiday Granger for Bonnie and Clyde, which is a pretty legitimate choice there. And then Cicely Tyson in The Trip to Bountiful. But, you know, seriously, Lifetime is going to have to start doing a lot of <laughs> yeah. movies that people can take a lot more seriously, even though these are, right? Right. These are actually serious movies that are pretty good. Yeah. Except that, you know, as soon as you say, and it's from Lifetime, no one cares. No one's going to take it serious, right? right? Anyway, that's the stigma. That's my. The that's the story I'm the, sticking the with. Anyway. Stigma versus anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the Critics' Choice Television Awards. Uh, it's hard to take anything serious. Do not uh, yeah. want anything to no. do with the statements I'm making now. So right. No, they don't. I, I distance myself from them completely. Um, best actor <laughs> in a movie or miniseries. Billy Bob Thornton for Fargo wins it, which I was a little surprised. 
But at the same time, who did you think was going to beat him? Martin Freeman. Oh, I mean, Far- well, okay. Because that that was the competition. It was the two people in right. Fargo were right. the competition. Who was going to get the Which. most votes there? The other people are David Bradley in Adventure in Space and Time, Benedict Cumberbatch in uh, Sherlock, His Last Vow, which, you know, kind of a legitimate choice there. And it's yeah. really, it's really yeah. funny because Sherlock is getting all sorts of nominations. Right. Martin Freeman's nominated both for Best Actor in a Movie or Miniseries <laughs> and for, like, Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, which is... For Sherlock, yeah, for he's covering his bets like right. lifetime. You know, he's all exactly. over the place. He's, he's like, like, I'm going home. With I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be in a, yeah, I'm gonna be in like a reality series too, and then I'm gonna be in yeah. animated. I'm gonna make my own animated show. He's all over. But the other ones, um, like I said, Benedict Cumberbatch. Now, okay, I don't know how to Chiwetel Ujafor pr- pronounce his it, name. Chiwetel Ujafor, uh, Dancing on the Edge, yeah. which, you know, he was good. Yeah, he's awesome anyway. And, and it's not just 12 Years a Slave. I mean, the guy's... Right. He's been good in everything he's been doing. So. And then Mark Mark Ruffalo for The Normal Heart. Yeah. Now, he... I gotta is, see that. He is not allowed to win an award. So... Right. So, <laughs> him being nominated for Best Actor... Seriously, he will never win an award. He's gotta I, win something gonna, somewhere that isn't an MTV award. I'm gonna award, find you know. somebody in Vegas... Who will take my money on that? He's and really then good. There'll have to be some Ruffles end date awesome. or whatever. But right. I swear he can't win no matter what. He yeah. Does. Um, okay. Best animated series. Uh, Archer wins against Look at that. against actually you know some popular criticism anyway about yeah. the big shift this season right. to being bad guys. I still don't see how South Park can't get nominated. Uh, this this blows my mind. Yeah, now that, South, that's really that South Park nuts. came very close to getting nominated. That doesn't, I mean, very close. Mark Ruffalo came close to winning an award. Like <laughs> no, South Park, every time animated series goes up, there should be The Simpsons. There should be you know certain things, and South Park deserves to be in there. Yeah, but see now here's the thing. So the other nominees, Bob's Burgers, which yeah. uh, is really pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Simpsons, which it's hard not to get that nominated. Yeah, it, it's just it's, like I mean, it's there. Uh, South Park or whatever. Right. It's the Simpsons. It's been on right since before, before everyone was born before right? the internet. Uh, family Guy, which you know, whatever. That's gonna Family get, Guy. That's going to get, gonna get nominated, now, right? But it's it's just going to get it. It I could know. get. I know, it, right? But yeah. it's just going. No, Phineas and Ferb, which I think is really cool that it got nominated. I do and, too. And Adventure Time. I really do. And I like adventure. I mean, I like Adventure Time. Anyway, and uh, so. and so here's the thing, though. South Park, you know, as much as you love South Park, love South Park. There are just plenty of people who really hate it, especially by now. They're humorless at people. this point, and they're, they're unintelligent. Yeah, they like British television, and they don't <laughs> want to nominate South Park. It, it, there's nothing better for social commentary right now. Yeah, it's not whatever. the Daily Show than South Park. Whatever. Anyway, That's what I'm saying to you, no one cares. <laughs> uh, so anyway, okay. Now here's where some things get fun, and we'll be almost done. Uh, I can't With even the imagine show. if we have any time left. Yeah. yeah, we have like ten minutes left of the show. Uh, best reality series competition. Shark Tank wins. Right. And is not a reality competition show. So I'm just throwing that it's out in there. This category. I'm just throwing that out there, but it's not. It's yeah. not a competition. No, the other know. the other nominees, right? The Amazing Race, Project Runway, Survivor, Top Chef, and The Voice, all of which are competition, competition shows. shows. Right. Shark Take, not so much. Best right. reality series. We got we got another one of these now. Best reality series. Right. 
Winner is Cosmos, a space-time odyssey, which, you know, awesome. Right. Not a reality series. <laughs> we had this discussion. Just, just there, is because a, there is a potential that this just could be the most reality series of all yeah, reality right. series. Just because it's not a scripted show does right. not make it a reality series, right? right. I mean, uh, I don't know. That, maybe that's just my opinion. Send your letters to right. Mark Eastman. <laughs> Mark Eastman at rescreening.com. Okay, other nominees. Deadliest Catch, Duck Dynasty, Mythbusters, Top Gear, and Undercover Boss, all of which reality series, right? Cosmos, yeah. not a reality series. Cosmos is just, you know, then... Is Undercover Boss a reality series, though? I mean, like, that seems to be yes, heavily produced is. and scripted, you know, to facilitate... It's this, I don't know, it's the same thing. It's still reality. No, if I Cosmos guess. is a reality series, well, no, I, everything it, is a reality I think series. The, I think the opposite is true. If Undercover then Boss like, is a reality series, then Cosmos can be. No. That's the under, way I Undercover Boss undercover is boss completely is different. If Cosmos can be a reality series, then... Like when they put the when they put on the here. on the TV here of like the school board meeting, yeah, yeah, that's right. a reality series. I, I'm going to head off an email we're going to get next week. <laughs> Tell us what a reality series is. Obviously, the real world is. No, I just I just did. No, what? you can't. All those things are reality series. Well, Cos no, there, there's got to be something. Because undercover boss is not. There, there's got to be something else because you know, like right. uh, no, I think undercover boss is. It's just a guy. It, it's not. That's why I think the it's not, definition of reality It's not a competition. No, no, it, I know. It's but just like, like a reality It's series? just like, yeah, like Deadliest Catch is a reality series. It's still really produced and, that's you know, like saying not all exactly those, all scripted those, like, or whatever. But. For me, that's like watching those storage hunter shows. Like, that's a reality series then. Well, it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Cosmos is. No, Cosmos is telling real stories <laughs> about real people. Yeah, you should be on the nominating committee. <laughs> Best, okay, uh, we gotta like go fast. We have no time to talk about the movie. Best supporting actress this? in a comedy series, a tie, which who is, which is insane, tie? right? No, seriously. But uh, best supporting actress, so Allison Janney and Mom, which does not count. <laughs> and I, I have to tell you that for me, that doesn't count because it's Mom. Because right. that show's right. so stupid, well, it's ridiculous, this is great right? About the tie, yeah. And and yeah, Kate Mulgrew for Orange is the New Black, which Again, is not a comedy. Series. The jokes just keep coming on this whole thing. And then the other choices, sadly though, yeah. I feel like for me this category more than probably any other really speaks to the state of television at, at this point. Or because, nominating committees. Because well, because who else? But you've got. Uh, Mayim Bialik for yep. The Big Bang Theory, Laverne Cox for Orange is the New Black, which is also not a comedy Still funny. Series. <laughs> Still funny. The other person on the, on the Big Bang Theory, yeah. and the uh, Mary, Mary Weaver for Nurse Jackie. <laughs> That's funny. But this is a reality show. Well, because and a comedy. Exactly, We're going to get nominated. Exactly. Now, of all of those choices, they uh, I would very easily give that to Merritt Weaver of Nurse Jackie. Nurse Jackie is a I fairly guess. decent show, at least. Yeah. But then I have to go, is that a comedy? <laughs> because it's not a comedy. Like, this is the this way is TV mess. works right now, right? There, yeah. There's no one to, to nominate. Anyway, um, Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series, Andre Brower for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is clearly the person who should have won. Right, right. There's absolutely no question about that for right. me. Keith David for Enlisted, which has already been canceled. See, for me, that that ought to kill you, too. Right. <laughs> if your show gets canceled... With your show's movie. already canceled. And you're done. Not that it hasn't been around for a little while. No, no, no. no but no. by the time you win the award, the show's been canceled. Right. Anyway, Tony Hale for Veep, 
uh, Albert Tsai for Trophy Wife, yeah. which is that shows as bad as Mom. Christopher Evan Welch for Silicon Valley, Jeremy Allen White for Shameless. Most of those pretty decent, uh, pretty decent yeah, nominees. Yeah. But uh, Andre Brower's awesome on yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine, and right. I only pretty well like that show. I don't love that show. Right. That's but hard he is really if fantastic. That, if that show on. hits a rhythm later, it's going to be awesome. But right now, it's a little hard. Right. I think we're like totally running out of time. Yeah. yeah. We totally are. We should. We should just quit. Uh, there's only you know none of the other ones are any. <laughs> the, other, the other one, the other categories are people that probably should have guests won. Guests in, in, yeah. Allison Tolman, to we'll just say Allison Tolman won uh, for Fargo, Allison, which yeah. totally agree with that. Matt Bomber won for the Normal Heart uh, for Best Supporting Actor, and I pretty well agree with that. Um, best Guest Performer in a Drama Series and Best Guest Performer in a Comedy Series. I could not care less who wins either one of those. Right. Best Supporting Actor in a Drama Series, Aaron Paul for Breaking Bad. You knew he was going to win. Right. Yeah. Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series, Bellamy Young for Scandal. Now now I had to say Scandal right. won yeah. an award, right. which is could not be more ridiculous. Interesting that McConaughey won, but that Woody didn't get nominated. That's interesting to me. Well, yeah, I, think, I don't think he would have beat Aaron Paul. I don't think he had a chance at beating Aaron Paul. But interesting that one didn't get a lead and one didn't get a nominating supporting thing. Right. Now, so, we've got three and a half minutes to talk about The Fault in Our Stars. <laughs> look, what you've, look what you've done to us. Um, I, I've made us lie about the fact no, that we were going to review it. We could go a little over. Uh, I don't want to go a whole lot over, but it's already late. I, I, don't, I don't know that there's really tons and tons to say outside of really just saying that it's a surprising film where talented cast is really you know, able to take control of the story and their characters and make you care about them. And you know, and I care about utilized really well. And really, like, didn't pander to stuff. This the the film didn't really go the route of other things, like we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. At times, it I almost worried that it was going to turn into like a movie version of like my so-called life. Right. You know, the old TV show that Claire Danes was on, and instead, it was its own thing. Even though there were times where it was more reminiscent of an old film, you know, um, some kind of wonderful. Like, I felt like there was really interesting things going on. There's, there's a couple moments in the film where it seems to do things that I didn't think made a whole lot of sense. Um, a couple things that kind of jar you. You're in a mood and, you, and certain things happen, and it really shocks the movie. Right. And the movie feels different as a result of it. But I think that's purposeful. And in a, I think and that's, in a cool way. It is, it is actually done in a very cool way. It happens a couple times, and it's supposed to make that feeling happen, which is by no means ironic. Uh, against one of the things that the characters really love is they love this book that just kind of stops. And and there's an interesting feeling about why they pursue what happens after the book to what actually happens in their lives that's happening uh, in front of us. But, and and it's a book about someone also who dies of cancer. I I was really impressed that this film could have gone a lot of ways or even just hinted that it was going to try and take some sympathy stuff. Like we're going to make a, a tearful scene just because we know we can get away with it. Right. And I'll be damned if it didn't. And it gets a lot of kudos for doing that because it seemed to do it smarter and better than anybody else that's done it lately. It, it really was like somebody just decided the, the right person like got the reins or yeah. whatever it is and, you know, got hold of a movie and said, okay, look, I'll do it, but it's almost like a dare for me. Like yeah. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to make one that 
you know, works right. I'm going to make a movie that is, yeah. uh, you know, that that so easily could go yeah. whatever direction and just refuses to. Right. And it's just weird, especially because for like the first half hour of watching the movie, I'm thinking that it's totally tricking me. Yeah. I was thinking that it's tricking me into thinking that it's going in a good direction. Right. But just wait. You know, this is like uh, every Nicholas Sparks movie ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is like most of them anyway. Some of them suck right from the beginning. We're gonna but, we're gonna go off. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go out of time. So we're we're gonna go over for a few minutes. Um, the live show is gonna end in like twenty seconds. Um, Thanks, is thanks, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, yeah, next week for sure is Transformers, right. obviously. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, share, subscribe, tell all your friends and all that good stuff. Yeah. And, and Go see the fault. And, and then go to iTunes so you can listen to the rest of the show. Right. Since yeah. you were listening live. No one <laughs> listens live. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, um, there you go. So, but anyway, the the thing that's so weird is that, like, if you think of the general ideas in this genre, right? Yeah. And, you know, or like Nicholas Sparks movies, all those things, right. you know, there a lot of them for like 20 minutes or so, you kind of think maybe this will be like the one. Right. That isn't just, you know, kicking dogs just for the sake of kicking right. dogs and, and just being like ridiculously manipulative and, yeah. and throwing together scenes that are just, dumb right just so that it makes this excuse for whatever reason that we want you to cry and right. feel bad right and then you know you get to that point and you go oh no it's not right. and this one man for like at least a half hour i was going oh i'm gonna be so pissed when <laughs> this suddenly like jumps off the cliff right right because right. i'm like this is this is really like being weirdly cool yeah and it's like i'm watching it and i'm have to be scared because right. <laughs> because right. I'm not used to it working out, and it's just crazy. Yeah. I mean it, it it's so weird. You know if if every Lifetime movie would would have this much you know truth and honesty right. in it, you know that wouldn't be an expression, right? <laughs> right. Like it you would stop. You would have to redefine your terms. Yeah, right. you'd have to find something else. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just I liked it so much. The only problems for me that I that I only give it a nine, and especially when I'm thinking about rating the movie, I have to go, okay, what's it trying to be? Yeah, right. And did it do it? And I'm like, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. With whatever else you don't like about it, it's uh, really the only things that I didn't like about it are there are a couple of parts that played out in sort of a boring way, and one of them. Um, I'm gonna have to be. Exactly I'm gonna have to be. Gonna I'm gonna have to be really uh, spoilery here, right? Yeah. So, um, so seriously, major spoiler. Right, sort sort of right, to the end. Now. Anyway, it doesn't. I don't know if it even really matters. But so the author of this book, they go to see him. Yeah. In Amsterdam. Yeah. And uh, they go to see him. He's like this weird recluse, and uh, it's um. Willem Dafoe. Will, Willem Dafoe. And which is cool because you never see him coming, and, yeah. except that all of a sudden it's him. He turns around, and, and, and so it's that's him. that's yeah. pretty cool. But the way that whole thing—first of all, you know he's just going to be an ass. Yeah, you just know that's coming. And in this, the longer the movie goes on, the more you're hoping that maybe he will at least be that in an interesting way. Right. 
And for the first part of the movie, he's really not. No. And I didn't like that scene at all, and I didn't like the way it played out. And he could have still kind of, you know, he's, there's something to the idea that he blows him off. Yeah. But it could have been done a lot better, I think. And that's a that, testament. That scene could have been it, it, a lot better. To interrupt for just a sec, that's a testament to how great all the cogs are working it up is. until that scene. It really is. Uh, I also had problems with that scene and the scenes that followed it. Um, it. I was never bored with the movie specifically, but there were times that I was bored at what was happening within the movie. Right. And there's a difference there because the movie still had my attention because they're amazing. But man, that scene felt like to me that they that, that something happened to Willem. I, this is not what happened, but it felt like something happened to Willem Dafoe, and all they could use was the you know the rehearsal, right? Like because right. it just doesn't fit. It doesn't. It not that it doesn't fit. It's not supposed to fit. It's supposed to be jarring, but it's actually just kind of like it doesn't feel like it even belongs where it belongs, even though it's supposed to do what it does. Right. It's really weird, and you just know, like going in, that yeah, when when you're that in love with a book. Yeah. And a reclusive author right, is yeah, in the story, never, yeah. and then you're actually going to travel to another part of the world to right. meet him. You just know that's not going to go yeah. well. It's I mean, never ever gone there's, well. There's never been, there's a, never story been a story where that where great. all of a sudden you meet Willy Wonka, right? right. And, and it's like, like, hey, great, I'm waiting for you. Rainbows Here's the key. and joy, right? Yeah, right. That that never goes well, but that could have still had the kind of negativity that is. Right. That they want to kind of infuse into their lives at that point without it being like so kind of a cliche version of the, you know, with the letters all over the house yeah, 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 and all yeah. that. And not only that, but, you know, it'd be one thing if you were like kind of a mess, but he's like the exact same mess everywhere in his house. It's just envelopes. Right. It's like nothing has ever come in the house except for the mail. Right. Yeah. And so somehow it's littered all over yeah. the house. But anyway, like just the, his whole demeanor and attitude is kind of very cliche, you know, meeting the famous person that doesn't go the way you think it will, right. you know, and it's, it doesn't even have to be like the reclusive author. It's just like every other movie where you just meet someone that you're a fan of. Yeah. And, Whoever. and they, they're always, and they're an just ass, always a right? dick. Yeah. And, and that didn't work out. And then, um, so I really didn't like that. And I, I felt like it was pretty easy to fix that, you know, to kind of Very shift easy. that around yeah. and make it just feel a lot better. And then the other part is uh, when they go to, you know, the house. Anne uh, Frank's that house. When they, the when, they, when they go to Anne Frank's house. Yep. Me too. Um, I, I loved that idea yep. until I got the whole idea, right. you know, until I got the whole thing. I, I really actually liked the fact that she came out. And his like his assistant, the right. author's assistant, like came out and they're like, "Well, we got we're here, right? There's no elevator. Let's go do something we, that's here, yeah, right." And oh, so right, and right, so right, they yeah. so they go, and then there's no elevator, and then you know she wants to do it anyway right. and all that, right? And now if you take out like two sets of stairs, I'd have been in that scene, yeah, and I'd have said, See, "All right." It's funny. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mind the stairs so much, it, and this is a weird thing it, to get It's nitpicky. just that it kept going in such it's, a weird way for me. Maybe one flight of stairs too much, but by the time that they're upstairs and they want this moment to be, she's been refuting um, his his advances. She wants to keep things as friends. He knows right. she's she, going to come she, around. She made the big decision. She basically at one point. right. right. And, they, and they had tried it, and then she feels like she's going to uh, hurt everybody when her illness really kicks in because it hasn't 
done it yet, but it will. And when she decides to kiss him there to basically prove that I, I was wrong, I love you, these things, right. and everyone because, in Anne Frank's house because, starts applauding because us. Because you keep hearing all the Anne Frank right, words, right, right. right? That's what, like, you, you, goes... You've got this thing where everyone starts applauding, and I'm like, that would never happen. Right. It, this isn't an argument over Superman's cape really looks like this when he's flying, but right. this is two Americans in, in basically a house of, you know, just utmost importance right. in this part of the world. And this, this reaction just wouldn't happen here. This is the only time of the movie following the Willem Dafoe misstep, which is still interesting in its way, but still is, is not done the way it should Th- be done. This is, this is like the scene. This feels like this is the moment they're pandering for an emotion. Right. And, and when it works so well without pandering, you've got all my emotions right there. Just, just reach for it. Wait. Now that you've done this, I, I refuse it. Right. And I feel like you've tricked me to get me here. Right. And you don't deserve it. And then, thankfully, though, then y- you, you come down from that. You don't have to watch her go back down a bunch of stairs. She gets right. out somehow. And then there's more work that they do, and they pull it all off. For some reason, that day of shooting with Willem Dafoe and in that house, that, right. was, a, that was a bad day. Right. But everything after that, and, and then it works, and it, it repairs was, itself. I, I almost liked, I hated I, I really hated that 10 minutes of the film, 10 yeah. or 15 minutes. I was like, you guys are doing everything right. Why did you do this? Right. And, and the problem, too, is that when you get that uh, Defoe scene in there, and then you go, oh, well, okay, I kind of don't like, it, I, I I don't like, like this yeah. scene, right? Right. Then you start moving into that next scene, and as that scene kind of like, first of all, starts getting, it's too long of watching her climb the stairs. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, we and get we it. we get it. We've we, had it already. We already like, know. Right, an hour ago, that we this got is this. problematic, yeah. exactly. Like, it, that didn't need to be that long. Right. It's fine if you just do it, show some stairs. Right. They, didn't right. even, they didn't even have to do anything. Right. To pull that off because, and, and it gets worse because at what it's like stairs, stairs, ladder, yeah. like now she's climbing a ladder. Yeah. But you know, that scene, when they first start off, right, they're like, it's a lot of stairs, right? right? And then they turn around this corner for the first set of stairs that you have to go up. And it's not just that it's a set of stairs. It's a really steep set of stairs, yeah. set of stairs, this is a tongue twister now. Yeah. And they show it like looking up that. Right. They can just cut right there to the top. Yeah. And they could be in the and top. And I get it. Yeah. We right. know she can't breathe. Stairs are hard, right? Right, right. But anyway, then you go into that, and then we get, like, you know, like you said, the whole clapping about it thing. And yeah. then you start going, maybe the whole thing is Now it's off screwed, the road. I really right? thought it was off the rails at I did, I did, I was too. Like, man, what, what a huge disappointment. With, that, with those couple of scenes I was worried, in, man. And then they picked it back up, thankfully. They do it very quickly. And but I'll tell you, I'm almost glad that that scene where everybody claps is in there. Yeah. In a very weird way. All right. Because it makes for such an easy way to point to that scene and go, this is how all the other crap movies right. do everything. Yeah, and it, and the and whole the whole movie would be like right. that. Right. And compare that to everything else that you watched, and you, now you'll know why it's so good. Right. You know, because right. it's just right there. That's fair enough. But man, it is. It was kind of nervous. It, it I mean, it's funny to think about like, how how fun I was having with the film, and at that point, really, because it's. I mean, it's not the first time we've enjoyed a film, and then you just start slowly watching the bricks fall out. Exactly. And I was just and, like, man, and then this by was the so end, you'll good. hate it. Right. This was so good. Yeah. And it would have been one of those movies too if this would have continued, 
it it gets like back on the horse pretty quickly. Right. It does. Thankfully. Yep. And then continues on, I think, in a really great way. And especially the thing that's the weirdest for this movie is that the very end of this movie should be crap. Yeah. The very, very right. end of this movie should suck yeah. hard. Yep. And it doesn't and it because doesn't. everything is so good before it. Yeah. But, you know, there's a million other movies where basically they end in the same way. Yeah. And they're ridiculous and garbage they and and, yeah. and it's terrible, terrible. And in this one, they, like, pull it off. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, it's like when all of a sudden you see an actual magician. Right. Instead right. of just a bunch of people who don't really know what they're doing yeah. and, you know, whatever. There's I don't know. Smoke, but, but, yeah. but when we when we got to the end, um, I was like, I can't believe yeah. that I'm going to have to say that I'm okay with that end. Yeah. You know, because it's right. such a weird, you know, yeah. just syrupy I don't know how good thing, and yet it works. The, the director, you know, Josh Boone, he is either he's either super crazy talented, and he may be anyway, or he just had to get out of the way, because it looked to me like all that was needed was just letting Ansel Elgort and Shailene Woodley just do their stuff. Right. They carry they carry everything that needs to be done, and they make it look so easy and. It was it was fun and refreshing and interesting to go and, into a and, film that and, I actually and he's thought got, I didn't He's got have. nothing else. Yeah. I mean, he's got, no, I mean, he's he's got, got a little stuck bit, in love, right. which some people may know, but and it's That's a hard it, one. It, it's got real people in it. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it's like a serious movie, but it got you know no release, right? right. No decent release. But man, to to kind of come almost out of nowhere, nowhere. Right. and then, and it's not like he's got ten other no, little things below he's, that too. Is, he's he's yeah. got hardly anything, and to come like shooting out of the gates and have this, yeah. But like you like you were saying at one point, you know, when when that you feel like we're at that point where all the bricks are going to fall out yeah. from under us, and then when that started happening, I was like going, you know, I've liked so much so much of this for so long. And now, by the time I walk out of here, I'm going to hate this movie, right. and it's going to be right. it's going to be even worse because I liked because it for so it long. Yeah, it will be. I agree. And yet, no, it it pulls it off. It's yeah. it. This is totally like I said. We're gonna. This wrap, is a big surprise. We're gonna wrap it all up, but there, nothing could have surprised me more. Yeah. Than the fact that I really really like this movie. I mean, I, I'm I'm a little curious. I'm going to go look later and see who's bringing the ratings down so much. You know, in the professional side, because that on Metacritic, like I, uh, I'm astounded, I'm astounded that this isn't on par with 22 Jump Street. You know, at least at the right. Very well, least. it's close to it because it's 69. Right. On on but Metacritic, somebody, right somebody must be really bad when you don't like it. You must be really bashing it. Yeah. Because whatever you, whatever you're not seeing or feeling with it, must be so big. I got um, I can't even find it on Rotten Tomatoes. It's yeah. Like, well, it's hidden. They don't it's want been you out to for know. too long. Default, it's 80, 80. 80%. That sounds a little bit – this is weird. I'm usually a Metacritic guy, and I can't go against Metacritic because it's just showing what the reviews are. Right. But 80 is more in line, you know, at least, because I'm thinking it's a nine, nine and a half. But now, see, look at Edge of Tomorrow. It's right, 90 yeah. on and there, that makes so that's better, right? That because it's, as too. long as it's only, you know, just barely fresher right. or whatever. Man, Chef's 90 almost. We, we should have seen Chef Foles here. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. All right. All right. We, we will uh, let you go finally. And next week will be Transformers. And thanks yeah. so much for uh, tuning in. And we will try to get to some more listener questions yeah. next week. So uh, keep those coming in.
We actually have a couple, um, but not, there not was this week. But there's too much yeah. to to do this week anyway. So, but keep sending them in questions at rescreening.com, and we will see you next week. Yeah. Thanks Bye. a lot for tuning in. Thanks. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. Yes, while GEICO could help you rack up more moolah faster than you can say metamorphosis, they've also been the fastest growing auto insurer for more than 10 years. That's more like it. Furthermore, GEICO has fast and friendly claim service. That might seem like an oxymoron, but it's not. All the more reason to say no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.